Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group. You can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. You know, as we put that bow on August and the seasons start to change, well, our seasons of life change as well. So when we hit these milestone birthdays in our life, what do we need to know? Like as we go into fall or maybe we hit the age of 50, 55, 60, where should we be with our portfolio? Well, one of the things, if you want to just kind of know where you're at, because a lot of people don't have a financial advisor and they don't know if they need one or not. But if you're kind of 55, if you want to do a rough estimate, if you're making $50,000 a year right now, you probably should have about 10 times that in your 401k. So you should have about 500,000 at age 55 in your 401k because you've got to get to a point where you can replace that income in retirement. So if you want to think about it in terms of if you're making $100,000 a year at 55, you should have about a million in your 401k. So if you just use that kind of as a basic premise to kind of rough estimate, uh, that would be a good place to start. If you're behind schedule right now, Mark, one thing people can do is use the catch-up provision. So right now, by law, every year we've had our amounts you can contribute to a 401k go up each year. So this year in 22, we can now do $20,500. But if you're still behind kind of these rough numbers I was giving you, you can actually do an extra 6500 Of course, that has to be affordable. I can't, you can't give money you don't have, obviously. Yeah. But if you're making 150 or 200 and you don't have $2 million in your 401k right now and you're making 200000 dollars a year. Well, you can start doing some of the catch-up provisions to get caught back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as you get closer to 60 or say you are 60, you should be pretty close to where you're going to be, right? Because you've had 40 years of a working career. You know, let's say you started working at 20, right? Round, round numbers, right? Say you've worked and saved for 40 years. You don't have 40 more working years left. You may have two if you're retiring at 62 or 10 if you're retiring at 70. So by age 60, you know, you really need to take advantage of those catch-up provisions, and hopefully you're closer to where you want to be, and that way you can kind of map out, hey, do I need to work to 65 to get to Medicare, right? Do I work to 67 to get to a full retirement age on Social Security? So by the time you're 60, I think you need to be closer to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. 772-281-5223. You can always get more information at artofmoneyradio.com. Gentlemen, there was a new report from Bank of America that showed that investors are hoarding cash at the highest level since right after the September 11 attacks. Now, it sounds like people are uneasy about the future. So in your opinion, is cash still the best hedge against a stock market that could be very volatile for the next couple of months? Well, cash is kind of like your, uh-oh, what do I do now? play, right? So when you don't see the bond markets doing well, you don't see the stock markets doing well. That's what people do when they're when they're nervous. So the Fed is not helping, you know, since last week, basically what the Fed has done is they kind of had a, a discussion and said, we're not going to really change our rate guidance. So the market is kind of worried right now. The Fed's going to stay the course, even though the economy has started showing signs of slowing down. That means that they can continue to hurt bond yields because as the Fed raises rates, it hurts old money quite a bit on the par values and bond money is supposed to be some of your safest money out there. So Luke and I had hoped that the Fed would start a little bit of change in their uh, guidance, but they didn't. They stayed on their current guidance track and the markets have struggled ever since that conversation. So uh, the Fed can have a big impact on what happens with the markets. And right now they're having a big impact. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, I've said this, you know, I think last week or at least the clients that I think, you know, the Fed has a longer leash of where they can raise rates to because it has not impacted the job market. And that's what Powell said last week in their little boondoggle in Jackson Hole, right? He came out on last Friday and was essentially saying that, you know, what they need to do to fight inflation is going to hurt more families. It's going to hurt more jobs now, but that's going to be better than in the long run. If they don't do that, it's going to hurt even more people. So now the Fed's almost saying we're going to raise rates. We're going to continue going because we know it's going to hurt people. It hasn't really hurt many people yet, but it's going to. Mm -hmm. And that's new from the Fed. Now, we've said, you know, all along, we think the Fed has been wrong more often than they've been right. So we'll see if a change happens. But, you know, cash as a hedge, it's a good hedge. But a lot of times it's hard for you to make the decision of when to buy. So I think cash was a good hedge for the first half of the year. You know, right now, you can get a money market at 2.5%, right? That's better than cash. You can get a guaranteed rate, you know, of, you know, two, three years at 4%. That's better than cash. So cash is good to have on the sidelines sometimes, but not for too long. 772-281-5223. That's how you reach out to the team and schedule that complimentary consultation. Our McPherson, Luke McCarty, did you see that that $1.3 billion lottery ticket has still yet to be claimed? I did. I yeah. would imagine that if you're winning that kind of money, you're probably seeking professional help. That's right. So now, I hope they're probably doing that. Or somebody won, they don't know it, and it got thrown away with other paperwork. Could you imagine? <laughs> no. And if you were the winner and you had this ticket and you know it's worth $1.3 billion, where are you keeping it before you turn it in? I would be so nervous. Uh, oh, no kidding. Safety deposit box. Something. I mean, I'd be afraid to even put it in a safety deposit box because, you know, banks are, mm -hmm. you know. It's 1.3 billion reasons for somebody to be nefarious. That's right. Well, it now, is. Illinois, where this was, the ticket was uh, purchased, they do have, you can remain anonymous. I didn't know, there are some states where if you win a lottery, you have to put your picture out there. You have to go public with it. I don't, yeah, that's not very fair yeah. because, especially when you start making that kind of money, even after the tax man cometh and takes half of it, mm -hmm. you're still talking about so much money that you become the top 1% of society. So you're talking about enormous amounts of wealth there. And with a little bit of financial planning, a little bit of financial help with it, um, not only have you set yourself up for the rest of your life, your whole family, your whole generational uh, line, wealth. yeah, your generational wealth there. So you've, you've basically become multimillionaires for your whole family throughout your family line. So. so so let me ask you this, Art McPherson, when it comes to that kind of life-changing generational money, that is the importance of having, when you build a plan, a legacy plan, an estate plan, because we all have things. We all have a house. We have property. We have, you know, our things that we want to pass down to the family. But of course, millions and millions of dollars is a little bit different, but there is an importance to having that legacy plan in place. Well, yes, but I think a lot of people Mark, don't think they need one. So like if they were to win the lotto like that, they think, okay, I need an estate plan. But in reality, you probably need an estate plan if you have just a 401k and you've done what you're supposed to do for your kids. Because 90 to 95% of the money that Luke and I see walk in the office that is in qualified retirement is in money that is taxable. So every dollar that comes out of those retirement programs are taxed. Well, it's fine for you and your wife because when you die uh, and you give it to your wife, she gets it tax-free. It goes into her IRA, her 401k, non-taxable event. 
but when it goes to your kids or your grandkids, the tax has to be paid. We used to be able to stretch that tax over their life expectancy, but now the kids and the grandkids only can stretch it for 10 years. Typically, if you look at the $87 trillion right now that's changing hands from the baby boomer generation to their kids and grandkids, it used to be that could be stretched over a 30 to 40 to 50 year period of time. Now it's just 10 years. So you've got $87 trillion changing hands right now. All of that is going to be taxable and an estate plan can help minimize those taxation or those taxes on that benefit. That estate plan, that legacy plan, that's all part of putting together that plan from the team and the McPherson Financial Group. No cost, no obligation to you. That initial consultation, going to sit down with Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, one of the great team members. Let's start talking about what are your dreams, your wants, your desires as you approach retirement. Again, let's customize that plan. 772-281-5223. I'm glad that you mentioned couples. Art McPherson, because there was a recent University of Illinois study that found that older couples subconsciously sync up heart rates when they're close together. Now, they may not be in sync when it comes to putting their retirement plan together. So how do you help iron things out when it comes to husbands and wives and putting plans together? Yeah, this is an interesting question. You know, everybody's a little bit different and they're always different than, you know, say myself or different than art or different than, you know, a client before or after them. And so there'll be sometimes where they're either both together in the meeting or maybe just one of them's not, you know, and you have to ask questions like, Hey, are you guys, you know, how linked up are you guys with your finances? You know, do you have a joint bank account? Do you have separate bank accounts? How are you guys managing your household? And the answers we get are very interesting. You know, we run financial plans for all of our clients, but some of, some of our clients married 30, 40 years, they want separate financial plans, which is okay. It's, it's not wrong. It's just different. So if, if you are doing, you know, whatever you're doing in, in your world, if it's worked for 30 or 40 years, keep doing it, right? Right. We'll be here to adjust if we need to. Yeah, one of the things I see a lot, Mark, is if you're a couple, make sure you are maximizing some of your big deductions. So one of if you're a W-2 employee, you know you cannot deduct anything. Everything that you do is taxable income. So one of your last tax breaks on your return that you can still take advantage of today is your 401k because those contributions are deductible. Well, this year in 2022, you can now do $20,500 a year into your 401k. And you also have that extra $6,500 for catch-up. So this is the first year we've been able to do up to $27,000, and that's a legal deduction. So if you've got a 401k and your wife has a 401k, you both can deduct up to $27,000 this year. That's the highest it's ever been uh, for 401k contributions. 772-281-5223. Reach out to the team at the McPherson Financial Group. Let's begin that conversation. Let's get on the same page. Let's build that retirement plan at no cost, no obligation to you. Always online at artofmoneyradio.com. Art McPherson, I'm glad you brought up 401ks. You mentioned earlier in the show that something we need to be doing is, you know, contributing as much as we can to our 401k plan. But, you know, you remind us to keep up with our accounts because they're a great thing. But the Go Banking Rates website points out that it's the high fees that are usually hidden in the fine print that are a big negative in retirement planning. So when it comes to 401k fees, how do you help point them out to us? 
Well, 401k fees, you may be stuck a little bit there because it's your company that has put that plan in motion. You might not be able to do a lot with it. However, there are on every statement you get, your court, usually your quarterly statements, it will show the fees. So one of the things that you can do is you can pick mutual funds or ETFs that are offered in your plan that have lower fees. So there are some things you can do as an employee to help lower cost. Um, you're always going to pay pay a fee to have somebody help you manage your money. You cannot get away from fees. However, you don't want to overpay. So typical mutual fund in the industry, if you want to think averages, is around one and a quarter percent per year in fees. So if you're paying two or you're paying two and a half, you're overpaying for fees. So Luke is a fiduciary in our office. I'm a fiduciary in our office. We use a fiduciary model. So we always disclose fees with our clients. And what we do is we show them what their blended rate is, their blended fee for investing with our firm. And a lot of times we can do uh, our blended fee lower than what they had been paying in the past. But if you're in a 401k, actively participating, want to get some help and advice on that, we usually can do that. There are things we can do called in the 401ks, sometimes called brokerage link, things like that. So we can help advise on those dollars while they're still on their 401k and a lot of times do it with for the same expense that they're currently paying. Yeah. So most of our clients who had a 401k before were either you know, the same they were paying or were cheaper, right? Because you need to make that decision. If does it make sense to pay more money to have things done differently, or can you have it done better, more efficient with more options for the same or less than cost? You know, I will say the TSP is one of those plans where it is extremely cheap. And on your TSP statements, they even print out this little, I don't even know what this little, like almost like a bookmark. And it tells you all your all your funds and your fees, but you only have five or six funds to choose from, mm-hmm. right? All those life cycle, 20, 30, 20, 35, 20, 40, is a blend of the C fund, the I fund, the L fund, the S fund. So it's cheap, but you really have five or six options. So that's not enough, in my opinion, right? You can do so many different things, diversify so much, and this is the, the best year to look at it with stocks and bonds both down for the year those are more often than not what your options are in the 401k stocks bonds cash and you know luke it's something art mentioned a couple of seconds ago he said you're a fiduciary art mcpherson he's a fiduciary if we're new to building and customizing and we're getting serious about our retirement portfolio we hear that word a lot can you define that for me Sure. Basically, we do what's in our client's best interest. So we are blending models for them. We're doing risk assessments for them. We're doing asset allocations for them. What we are allowed to do in an IRA space is a little bit different than the 401k space because a 401k has to be tested each year to make sure it's in compliance. So there's a lot of restrictions on 401k assets. But once a person retires, or once they have hit kind of that retirement traditional age of 59 and a half, a lot of the companies will allow their employees, even while they're still working, to help reposition money outside of the plan to be safer. So there's a lot of things we can do um, to help people out during the saving and accumulation phase, as well as getting ready for that income phase. Income phase is a completely different animal. Uh, You're no longer working, no longer contributing. You're now withdrawing. We want to make sure the sequence of those withdrawals work no matter what is happening with the market. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. 
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 Today's show has been a work of art. 